Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Episode 505 of the Working Class Bowhunter Podcast. This is an episode, again, that we recorded at the ATA show, and that I saved because there's a lot of good info on this one regarding trail cams and the new Spy Point Flex that's coming out. What's up, Austin? What's up, dude? Sorry, I got excited. Went right into it. We're drinking coffee here, doing intros. It, uh, we're wired a little different today. We're not used to coffee. Well, trade shows do this to you. And really, I thought we were further into the month of March at what we are, but we're not. Because we're going to be at Iowa Classic this weekend, so we have to save up, drink coffee now, drink beer in Iowa. Get our rest, get our caffeine, prepare. Right, right. So uh, this episode is a ton of fun. I think you'll learn some stuff on the functionality of trail cams, how to set them up, remove the sticks from behind your trail cams. Uh, great people here at Spy Point. I think you'll uh, get excited about this new camera coming. I am. I'm pumped. I think it's going to solve a lot of issues for people. Um, issues as in simplicity and uh, that boomer age gap. What's up, guys? Talking to you. This is going to be – this is your cell cam, I think. So uh, no offense. Just trying to help you guys out, thinking about you, you know. <laughs> I know how it gets for you guys and your iPhones and – your jitterbug phones. Well, even even the younger generation, it can be complex and kind of intimidating to yep. bit, to jump into that the whole cell camera game. So this is going to change that a little bit. Well, yeah, especially you know I'm kidding around, but like even when you hit certain spots, um, like low spots that you don't get cell service on a farm that you have cell service everywhere else. This yep. might have some solutions. Anyway, we're not going to give too much away. You'll hear it um, on the podcast uh, this weekend. We will be in Des Moines, Iowa, at the Iowa Deer Classic. We are booth uh, 906 and 908. We will have the Iowa WCB hats and shirts there, as well as all the other goodies that we normally have and get you in some entries to win a bow, some loophole stuff, some Novik stuff, and some Huntworth camo. So come out and see us. Say hello. Um, Raz us a little bit. Raz Doug a little bit. Ask him how many tags he's punched. Up to this point, um, we always look forward to Iowa. That's always a big one for us. That's fun. It normally is our home show until you know it, it still is. I, I'd say that's our home show, and the Illinois show will be our home show now. Yep. So I'm hoping the Illinois takes off like Iowa. Me too. Um, has in the past five years. Um, 
But yeah, man, the podcast is brought to you by Elite Archery, big time. Uh, Spy Point trail cams, of course, on this. Uh, Scent Crusher, Old Barn Taxidermy, Novix Tree Stands, Camo Fire, Loophole Optics, um, Thermoseat, HHA, Huntworth Victory, um, Slick Trick, Pull Back and Let Go, Combination Creative, ton of good partners. I know I kind of ran through them there, but you know I'm trying to be easy on you guys when it comes to doing the ads. Um, you know it's part of our job to do that, and we love working with these brands, but. I don't think we need to plug them hard every single episode, especially now with all the trade shows going on. There's a lot of commercialized stuff in everybody's face. But, um, you know, all these companies are kick-ass, and we work with them for a reason. Um, and if they sucked and they and we didn't believe in them, we wouldn't, we wouldn't talk about them, man. They wouldn't be a partner um, because as soon as you start taking a check just to take a check, that's when it's not any fucking fun for anybody, to be honest. Yep. Um, Let's do a veteran shout-out. This is brought to you by HHA USA. Um, once again, I'm doing Doug's job this week. Um, Andy Hicks submitted this. The veteran name is Joe Bogart. Uh, in fall of 2017, myself and my veteran organization got the privilege to take uh, American hero Joe Bogart on a high-fence trophy whitetail hunt at the Oaks Game Ranch here in Missouri. Joe is blind due to a mishap overseas, which made this hunt much more special. We had a special track point rifle which would sync up to a tablet so we could guide him to his shot on the first day of his hunt joe shot a 183 inch whitetail wow. a special deer for a very special person you can check the hunt out on youtube under joe bogart experience very cool i didn't know that you could do something like that that's insane um joe is still a huge outdoorsman to this day and lives every day like it's his last Man, that is awesome. Thank you so much, Joe, for your service. Thank you, sir. Thanks for submitting this, Andy. That's amazing. I did not know that was a thing. Um, Joe Bogart Experience on YouTube. Uh, B-O-G-A-R-T Experience. Um, so check that out on YouTube, man. Support the guy. Pretty cool. Still getting after it and still passionate about the outdoors. Isn't it amazing? It's just crazy. Man, some tough SOBs out there, man. Yes, there are. I saw a uh, video today. I actually just got a text from uh, Mr. Judd McCollum. There's a guy in the working class bow hunters group on Facebook who's, uh, uh, what's he say? Here, I wonder if I can find the video on my phone. He's shed hunting and he's like, says something. Hey, let me see if I can find it. It says something about, you know, even if he had no legs, would you still shed yeah. hunt? Let me see if I can find it. Oh, here it is. Shed ain't under him like a colt. They'd be like, man, you could cut both my legs off. I'd still be out there walking with for shit. No, you wouldn't. The guy's got no legs. He's got <laughs> and he legs. looks down, or would you? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, dude, that guy looks fucking awesome. So let's drink a beer with that young fella. Yeah, that's hustling. Next time you go out and shed hunt and walk a mile and complain about how bad it sucked, think about that. <laughs> so Judd texted me his number, and he goes, hey, here's his number. Call him up. And uh, so I think we're going to do that. So probably after we get through these trade shows, we'll get that young guy out here. I don't know why I keep saying that because he looks he's our age. Limboss on TikTok. Um, <laughs> Hayden Bailey's his name. Judd said, he's in. I said, damn, that was fast, and he's not far from here. So nice. it'd be easy for him to shed hunt his way over here and have a beer with us. So we'll figure something out there. That's cool. Nice. Anyway, enough rambling. Enjoy this podcast. Listen to what Trent and Tanner say about spy point trail cams and some of the setup tips. Um, I learned a lot on setup and functionality of a camera, how they actually work. 
I will be thinking about these things when I set my camera up. I was a little embarrassed by some of it, to be honest. This is an educational episode. You'll you'll all pick up something on this episode. For sure. For sure. Well, hope you enjoy it. Thanks for being here. I'm Chase Rolson with Rubline Marketing. This is Jeff Lindsay. This is Michael Pitt. Hey, everybody. It's John Dudley from Knock On TV. Hey, guys. This is Jared Scheffler from Whitetail Adrenaline. Hi, I'm Taylor Drury from Drury Outdoors. Hey, this is Nick Munt from Ball Collector. Hey, this is Melissa Buckman. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter podcast. Working class bow hunter podcast. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. You're listening to the working class bow hunter. That's right. This is the podcast for Billy Joe Lunch Bucket, the working man, just like me and you. My name's Travis T. Bone Turner from the Bone Collector. Thank you for tuning in. Nobody pushes the envelope like working class bow hunter. It's really, really not that good. Introduce yourself, boys. Uh, I am Trent Marsh. I'm editorial manager with SpyPoint. I am Tanner Cherney, the influencer marketing specialist with SpyPoint. Awesome. Sorry that you have to deal with us. Hey. I like dealing same. with you guys. So. <laughs> same. Yeah, it's it's working out. What we got going on is working out. It so. seems to be. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Dude, exciting stuff for the show. Yeah. Um, I'm pumped about this. I, I think you just want to jump right into it here with this camera. Or, right, the meat and taters. Where, where yeah. do we start? Because I'm, I'm excited to get this thing rocking out. Um, so I just want to jump right into that. But if, there, if there's something we should build up to this. Let's do I, no, it. I mean, let, give the people what they want, right? right. So, um, anytime you can launch a pro, you know, it, product launch. I've been marketing in the industry now for almost fifteen years, mm-hmm. so um, there's a lot of, you know, I I read the press releases and I've had to write them, and everything right. is revolutionary and everything is game changing, <laughs> and it's like just yeah. the buzzword salad, and you get buzzword salad. That's hilarious. You hate your own job because right. it's like, well, the color is different, but. It's the best in the world. Revolutionary. Dude, fuzzwork salad is hilarious. (laughs) Because that's like what it is almost every year. A lot of time. Or it's always like something tech, like the best technology around. Yeah, it's revolutionary, game changing. You're right. Game altering, life altering. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) This summer. This time of life Your altering. life will never be the same. <laughs> this is one half of an inch larger than it used to be. Yeah. Right. That's yeah. the only thing like, that changed. You the need, Pantone you moved four digits. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Like, that's, that's what it is. We really. do a lot of that. Like, right, we're right. in marketing. We have to. Yeah. Um, but anytime you can launch a product at ATA and crash your website, Good thing. You're doing, doing that's good fun. things. Good right, problem. Right. That's, that's a good problem. Yeah. You know, so, uh, yeah, we introduced on Friday morning uh, the Flex. Uh, so new for 2022 is going to be the Spy Point Flex. Um, you know, we've we've kind of had a good run. We introduced, it was actually my first full official day on the job in, in Louisville in 2019 was launching the Link Micro, mm-hmm. uh, which has become the most popular cell camera mm-hmm. in the world. Yeah. So. That's fun and exciting to be able to come back to Louisville with what we did with the Flex mm-hmm. uh, and and roll this out. Uh, so just a couple of the quick uh, word salad, buzzword word, salad, buzzword bullet salad. points, right? Yeah, do it in the voice, though. 33 megapixels, <laughs> 1080p video, transmitted directly into your app, dual SIM, 
multi-carrier <laughs> auto connectivity. And like, so that, yeah. now, now we got to kill and actually get into it. Yeah, right. Yeah, Cause yeah. that's, that's the, that's the, that's the cool thing. Like right. there's, a, there's some awesome features and we'll talk about several of them, but the, the one that I can, I can look at you and, and we've had the conversations and you guys have been talking to people all week. And I know you've had people come up to you and be like, okay, so this flex, like, is this what it, yes, it is there. This is the only one the only cell cam that's doing it this way, it is legitimately multi-SIM, dual-SIM, multi-carrier auto connectivity. So mm-hmm. both SIMs are pre-installed, pre-activated. So you don't have to choose a SIM or call customer service. Like, it comes to you, you turn it on, mm-hmm. and it's going to check the first card. If it finds a usable signal, cool, done. Awesome. No signal on the first card, rolls over to the second card. Dudes over 50 oh. are already happy. Yep. Here we go. No offense, guys. Now, now we got it. <laughs> Great. Locks here. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, okay, well, it, it locks. Then well, something changes. Oh, 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 tower went down. Right. It's in the name. Multi-carrier auto mm-hmm. activity. So yeah, it's, it's going to find the next tower. Automatically say this isn't good enough. And it's going to roll over to that other SIM again and make sure, you know, it's not just going to switch just to switch. It's going to make sure that there's an improvement there to be had. It's so that it's not going like back and forth, back and forth because right. you're in an area yeah. uh, that's giving you a problem. It's it's going to do all of that automatically. So that's huge. You'd no longer like even, you know, it's it, people think like working in the industry and you, know, you work with these guys and that makes life easy. Figuring out everybody's carrier models isn't easy, even for you guys, you know, yeah, right, it's, yeah, right. it's a challenge. And for the average consumer, you know, a lot of times, you know, especially like with leases and out of state leases, like you're not there often enough to, well, it's, it's certainly this carrier is the perfect one. Yeah. yeah. Well, even some properties like a piece I hunt that there's pockets in it, like low spots mm-hmm. that I don't get service with my carrier. And then I have a buddy that has a piece down the road and his is something different. It's just the low spots just catch it. So it's I, different. Yeah. Different. Well, and yeah. you know, Brian, he's in Florida and like, uh, and talk to the backwoods life guys. And they're like, we got part of our little place there in Georgia. Mm-hmm. It's like, if you're on this side of this ditch, it's going to be Verizon. Right. If you're on this side of this ditch is AT&T and mm-hmm. they don't cross over and they don't talk. So, right. yeah. you know, everybody thinks trail cameras in the perfect spot and then it's out there for three months and you got four pictures of a squirrel and a bluebird and you're like, right. never mind, that <laughs> nice. was wrong. And you move it on the same farm. It's like, oh yeah, but it yeah. was on, it was next to that oak tree and that's a Verizon oak tree. I had on this the wrong, oak tree is I had on the wrong side of the tree. Got flags set out exactly. so you know where you can put your cell cams. <laughs> exactly. So, that, so that's a big deal. I mean, people who don't have a ton of experience with cell cams. I know almost everybody is getting into cell cams or buying their first cell cam. That's a huge deal. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And you don't realize it's a huge deal until you have experience with cell cams. Yeah, right. Exactly. So it, and the retailers are loving it because you know, it's, it's shelf space. It's, you, you think it's difficult for you you know, well, which one, which one's going to be best. Mm-hmm. Now you have to buy 30,000 units and you got to figure out what your split is. Mm-hmm. Right. You want to do 50, 50, you need 70, 30, you need 90, 10. Oh yeah. And you need to know in March what you need for August. Mm-hmm. Like right. imagine it from a retailer's perspective. So yeah, yeah. now we're coming in and saying, yeah, how about you just don't worry about it. Yeah. Just fill up both pegs with the same unit. Solve and that problem. Run yeah, down fast. the road. And for guys coming in off the street to buy them, you know, it just got easier for them too. So yeah, that's great. that, uh, like I said, there's some other features that are really awesome. The 33 megapixels is a huge jump up. That's 10- insane, right? I don't know what most photos are because I just don't pay that you close know, attention. A, a lot of ours run in that 10 to 12. And mm-hmm. like, I, like megapixels is kind of one of those things that like, it gets a lot of run because everybody kind of knows what a megapixel is. Yeah. So like, 
oh, 10 megapixels isn't enough. I'm like, well, what, you blowing this 32 by 48 and hanging over the fireplace? Like, right, what are you right. doing with your trail camera photos right. that 10 megapixels isn't enough? Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, but that said, you know, as clear as it is, that's great. And, you know, one thing that, you know, still talk to people, and like I said, new to, new to cell cameras, you know, every photo that gets transmitted is not the full resolution photo. Yep. Like, and, and just think when you explain it, the way I always explain it is think about it logically. Like we've all taken a cool picture in a tree stand. You got to send this to a buddy and you're out in the woods and the signal's marginal mm-hmm. and you're trying to send a picture. And it's like, nah. no, you just no. watch that little like blue bar of despair get, get to like 90%. <laughs> and and then stops. it's like, yeah, you want to try again? Yeah. And then yeah. your battery just And then starts. at the same time, <laughs> right. right? 87, uh, 84. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the battery's dropping and the other, the status bar is not going anywhere. So, yeah. you know, they're, they're all compressed, but if you're compressing a bigger file, then you get, you know, better, better in-app clarity too. So it's going right. to help out there. Um, video in the app for us. Um, That's you know, big. Adding huge. That. Yep. You know, the video, so you can run it in video mode and it'll show up then in the gallery as uh, an animated loop. So you'll get first frame, middle frame, last frame. So it'll show and you'll be like, okay, well, that's a squirrel. That's so, a doe. So you're not going through and trying to, like, especially if you're out and don't have the best service on your phone, trying to load through the app. Exactly. Trying to watch a all these videos. Video. Exactly. And, and then if you get 10 of them and you're going through them, yeah, so you can go through and and just delete what you don't want for the the folks that are familiar with spy point we do the the full hd on request uh, process it's gonna be very similar so you can go into that single photo view it'll show you the loop and then it's just like full hd i want to see the full length video so you can request that video it'll retrieve that video that's awesome i always like that uh, request hd feature because what i do is you know just certain deer right that you see that you know, since the compression version and i do that and then it'll save it and that's the photo you can show but but even like the I've always kind of been a guy like, you know, like you said, you don't need much more than a 10 megapixel, really, because unless you're blowing them up. But we had uh, Austin had his giant on, on cam, and it's like one of the photos in the compressed version. It's like, oh, we need to take a closer look. Mm-hmm. And then there was an argument. The way his rack was like, mm-hmm. the way he was looking, we thought he broke a point. Mm-hmm. But his beam curved in, and we thought it's G4. It just was confusing. Yeah. So, Isn't the- it like, it's just so frustrating that they just won't like pose up. Right, like right. Walk up, give just me, look, give me, give me a front, right, left, and right, just, and we're just good. mug yep. shot, three shots, yeah. you know, yep. just, just, three shots. We can yeah, get going. It'd be great, but well, and have a tape measure behind him so you can see uh-huh. his tie length, like a right. like uh-huh. a mug shot. Just <laughs> measure your own rack so I know if I actually want to shoot you right. or not. Right, right. Do, all, yeah. do all this for me exactly. But no, I mean, I can. There's a use for it, right? To, for fine details when it comes yep. to specifics Absolutely. like that. So Absolutely. Yep. So that's exciting. So video, that's big. Um, I know I don't run a lot of video on my trail cam. I don't either. But it's something. I, it's something I wish I did after the fact. After like I killed a buck or whatever, you know. But uh, so I there are some very specific times that I will run video. Mm-hmm. Um, one is if I've got a scrape that I know that I can get to and pull it like back off of video mode, like cause I scrapes are difficult because w- scrapes are always on hanging branches, hanging branches blow in the wind. Like mm-hmm. yeah. you always, you always want to work to like get your camera in a place where you're not going to have a lot of false, false triggers, false detection, especially if you're running you know, like on a non unlimited photo cell cam account. Like, yeah. oh, God, yes, I want to be on this scrape, but it's a West facing wood lot and it, you're catching all the wind and it's a maple tree. Of yeah. course it is because every scrape is in like the worst possible tree ever. <laughs> right. Right. And you get 
800 photos a day of that branch doing this yeah. for the three photos of when he hit it at two o'clock in the morning. Right? Yeah. But, um, when I, when it's a camera that I can get into and monitor, I'll run video on the scrapes, uh, really starting about the 15th of October, mm-hmm. um, through until kind of the first week of November when it yeah, starts to sense. wind down so a you're little not bit. Doing, you're not really overkilling it on the video, no. doing it when you need to do yep. it. And, and, yeah. and really it's just for, you know, kind of like what we're talking about, that kind of next le- I generally kind of have an idea of the deer that we're watching on the farm, but maybe yeah. maybe you've only caught him going away or you've only, sure. you know, whatever the case may yeah. be. The video gives you, okay, get him turned this way and you can go through detail, it frame little, by frame. And, a little more interesting history, too, if you do yep, kill right. deer. You've got yep. videos and you've stuff got of them. another like thing that. to be able to. And, well, I'll tell you another. So I'm going to use it this year. Um started getting into trapping a little bit in the last few years and I want to get some some video on the traps just to monitor oh, yeah. how animals are reacting to cuz yeah you know you want to have and, human intrusion every time you want to go well and, and you still have to do the every state's different like mm-hmm. I, I'm not using the cell cams in place of a of a trap check yeah but you know you show up and you got a coyote in a trap and you got a big trap cir- or a big catch circle right there but you don't like did he come right? Is like was that set perfect? Gotcha, is is yeah. this the bait and gland combo that I want? Did right. he come in and just like commit to it, or was it? Did he a, really kind of work right? You know, so I want to start using it a little bit for that, just to kind of get an idea of you know when am I really killing it with a set? You know, are the, and, and do some of that in some of those high frequency areas. Sure, yeah, that's a cool idea. Just because that's you know that's not something that gets a lot of. Of attention, but yeah, you know, never, just, I never even thought about that. Well, I don't trap, but so but. just for you know, does going down a, a transition trail. I don't, I don't need to see every footstep. You're right, yeah, right. Every deer there, that goes by, definitely deer there at eight o'clock for the battery savings. I'm gonna run. But, I, but I know a lot of guys that just leave it on video mode. Mm-hmm. So there's, I mean, a lot of people are. I mean, that's I like you saying like the prime times when you need it. Yeah, I'll run it, but. All year long, I know guys that do it. I think Austin runs a lot of video. I he think. does run well, a lot of video. I mean, it's it's in the, it's the spy point flex. Mm-hmm. Like it's in the like it's it is flexible. It yeah. provides you the flexibility. You know, it's not pigeonholing you to one thing. So mm-hmm. right. you've got the option for photo and video. Yeah, you've got the option of multiple carriers. You've got mm-hmm. like it. It's it's not just buzzword salad like yeah. flex is intentional it's, it's, it's it, real yeah. it really is it's customizable it's just about as autonomous as you can make a cell cam right now to make sure that's making the right the same with the the trigger speed it's a mm-hmm. three tenths but it's a responsive mm-hmm. so you know it's, it's another one of those things where guys will say when you can change your trigger speed what are you going to put it on the fastest, fastest or yeah. normal yeah. Right? right but what if you're if you put it on fastest, your image quality is gonna suffer mm-hmm. like, because that when you talk about trigger speed, and this is another one of those things that you know sometimes people think they understand and don't necessarily. Trigger speed is the amount of time that it takes for that camera to have the PIR, the passive infrared sensor, be triggered by some movement, mm-hmm. and for the circuitry of that camera to wake up, okay, and be able to take a photo. So is that three tenths of a second? Is that half a second? Is that seven tenths? Is that right at one second? Mm -hmm. So again, we talk about like trail camera positioning and where things should be. Think about like just, just jog by a trail camera at 20 feet and see how far you can go and figure out what that zone. No wonder you're getting pictures of butts instead of racks. Like there's a lot of of deliberate there. So, Mm -hmm. but when you turn that to as fast as it will go, 
the sensors in the camera. You know, everything's a digital camera now, right? So mm. I'm old enough that when I took photography in high school, we still had to like adjust f-stop yeah. manually and change <laughs> the shutter. Like yeah. so, all that gets done automatically now, but it's not instant. Like the camera has to wake up and. Okay, is the, is the sun up? Is it dark? Do I need to engage the flash? Yeah, a lot what? going on and, and exactly. not a lot of time. I, right. I overlook that that's part a, of it. That's the shit you don't think about. Right. Yeah. Right. And people are quick to talk shit on trail cams. Oh, like, yeah. There's a lot they don't consider. Well, you know? My favorite. <laughs> my, yeah, yeah my a lot favorite. going on in there. And uh, it was one of the first, when we when we launched Project Spy Point, which is like our videos and blogs and that kind of stuff, one of the first, I was like, I'm, I'm writing this blog and I don't care what anybody says, this is getting published, mm-hmm. is... Nighttime photos, right? They're they're blurry. Yeah. When deer are moving, they're blurry. And they're like, oh, your trigger speed's too slow. You don't understand cameras. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> for a couple of reasons. A, trigger speed has nothing to do with something being blurry. Mm. But when it's nighttime, you know, why don't you take your phone, use the flash, and run in front of it and take a photo? Right. Mm. Guess what? You're blurry. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's shutter speed. Right, because when it's dark, the the sensor still needs a certain amount of light to be able to capture the image. Sure. Right, so when you're using infrared uh, illumination, if that deer is moving, especially if he's moving fast, you know, shutter speed on a camera might be one one hundredth of a second mm. during daytime. Sun's up one one hundredth. Well, what what can move in one one hundredth of a second? You know, not much. But if it's three tenths of a, or you know one thirtieth of a second, mm-hmm. okay. Like, yeah. How much can you move your hand? And, and that shows up as as motion, but that's not trigger speed. That's shutter speed, right? That's and right. that's that's one of those things that when the camera comes out of sleep mode, when it is triggered, and when it's ready to go into capture mode, it has to determine how much light am I going to let in? What's my exposure time going to be? What's my shutter time going to be? And and do all of that. And mm-hmm. the more time you give it, the better the photo. But the more time you give it the more chance there is for the animal to have already moved on. Right. Gotcha. So positioning is super important, mm. but the response, I never thought about the breakdown of what a camera has. To I haven't either. It it's mind blowing. You know, it's it? like, yeah, it's like if people thought of it that way, they might be a little more patient with things. Well, and it's like one of the first things you learn, like, okay, your trail runs North South. You don't point the trail camera West 10 feet from the trail. Mm-hmm. Right. But you still have people that do that. Like yeah. it's, it's like, <laughs> no, you point it Southwest and look down the trail. Don't look at the trail at a 90 yeah. degree. You know, yeah. Ridiculous. You got to point it down the trail so yeah. that that camera has a chance to, you know, like I said, we, we want mug shots of them, right? right. You don't want yeah. one passing photo. Right. You want to we capture don't want him. Photos here. We want to know what we're looking <laughs> at. Exactly. <laughs> we got a hundred foot flash and detection range on this camera. So you want that camera to pick him up at 95 feet. Mm-hmm. Right. Wake up. Okay. We just went through, okay, three tenths of a second. He came another seven feet. Now he's at 87 feet. Yeah. Okay. He took the first picture. You've got it on three exposures. Boom, boom, boom. You got him at 87, 86, 85. You've got on a 10 second delay. He's come another 15 feet. You hit him again at 68, 65. 63 feet you mm. like more opportunity think about to- how you want to collect the inf- cuz at, at the end of the day the hardware is at the mercy of how it's deployed yeah right definitely you know you can that's if- a that's a good tip we've talked about that briefly but i think a lot of people yeah just willy-nilly and i think a lot of people put trochams way too high Oh, like on the tree, Phys- physically. On- like, so if you go to our YouTube page, there's a there's a how to, and one of the how to videos is how do I get the better better trail cam photos. And one of the things, like, everybody walks up to a tree, they put it chin level, strap it down, and then what do they do? They look around that tree, and they look on the ground, they grab a stick, and they jam Give it, it in there, there and point it down. It's like, 
walk up to the tree, get on one knee, take a knee, just like a football practice and strap it down there. Yeah. And you know what you don't need? A stick to jab it down. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because, because <laughs> so it's open <laughs> shit off the cramming behind it. Because yeah. we've all done that. Right? Oh, yeah. We've all I, done that. Oh, yeah. I, I, I fully self identify as a stick breaker. Like yeah. I've been there, done that. Right. Yeah. Um, but when you look at your trail camera, you got that little, you got your lens and you got your, your sensor on there. Mm-hmm. Your sensor doesn't come out as a, a cone. It comes, think of it as a flat laser disc. Oh, okay. Okay. So when I say a hundred foot detection range, that is, that is a, a sensor that is emitted from the camera essentially. And we just say, treat it like NFL end zone. Mm-hmm. It, it extends to the ends of the earth, but it extends in a perfectly straight line. Right. Gotcha. Okay. okay. Everyone thinks it's curved because that lens is kind of curved. So right. I think and it's it, doing this. And it is, so, and it is a cone. Like, so it's a, when you say detection zone, like a 40 degree detection zone, which is pretty standard on all cameras mm-hmm. is it's going to be within a few degrees of that. So yeah. the closer you are, the narrower it is, mm-hmm. but the distance is going to be, you know, on, from the left side to the right side, it's a hundred feet. Right. Okay? Gotcha. Yep. Assuming that it can reach 80 or 100 feet. Mm-hmm. But you take that stick and you cram it in there and you point it down. And now your laser disc isn't extending, you know, three feet, which is if you were to kneel and put it on the tree where it should be, isn't going three feet uh, or three uh, feet high, 100 feet out. Right. Yeah. It's You've hitting, dipped it. So now it's at an eight degree down angle. Hitting the ground. And oh, now shit, your detection dude. zone isn't 100 feet. Your detection zone is 60. Hey, I never even thought of that. I didn't, I didn't know. I didn't know. Hey, <laughs> mind blowing, mind blowing. This is good stuff. Okay. Makes a lot of sense. And, and the other thing that then happens is, you know, you see people, my, my, I had the hot zone. My flash is hot zone. You're pointing into the ground. Yeah. Like you, you did yeah. the same thing with your flash that you did with your detection zone. You killed the performance of the camera because you jabbed that stick behind it six feet up off the ground. Now your detection zone shooting into the ground. Your flash is shooting into the I ground. I have so many sticks to get out from behind my truck. <laughs> <laughs> I just did it like two weeks ago, too. <laughs> yeah. Stick jammers. I'm going to think of Trent every time I grab No, do better. Do better. Do better. Move just, my hey, 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 just move it down. Just, just move it down. Just move, just move it down. down. Trent just pops up on my shoulder. Just, little Trent. Just, uh-huh. Don't be a fucking idiot. Yeah, shed season hey, coming up. Hey, you got, dumbass! I told you not to do that. You got yeah. two things to do: go find those sheds, remove those sticks. Remove that's, the sticks that's it. Lower your trail cams. That's right. <laughs> Remember that, people. That. Waist <laughs> high. I never thought about that, like, because well, I didn't really know exactly how it works. You know, you have a rough idea, but you don't know yep. the specifics. And you know, probably if we read a little bit, we can learn all that real fast. Yeah, right? I mean, it, but yeah, who reads nowadays? Am I right? Well, well and it, I'm kidding. Putting a trail camera up is exciting. Like it's as close to Christmas morning in July as you can get, right? Oh, yeah. Because oh yeah. Because it's hunters are eternal optimists, even for the eternal pessimists like me. Like I still go hang that trail camera in July and I'm like, man, that one seventy gonna be right. Yeah. yeah we right. are fourteen hours away from the biggest son of a bitch I've ever seen in my life walking, right? Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. So you, all logic and reason goes completely out because it's buck fever, man. Like yeah, we, yeah. when you're running trail cameras, that buck fever is year round because we get to hunt, you know, we don't have to wait till November to hunt, like getting yeah. a good trail camera photo. Two years ago, I, we had a 220 acre farm. I, I hunt with another guy in Indiana, 220 acre farm. We had five target bucks and the biggest one, um, the neighbor found a shed. I was hoping we would so that I could verify it. My back of the napkin, uh, math, he's a 190 to 200 inch deer. Mm. He's a clean six by six with common G3 bases. Monster. Mm-hmm. Getting that picture 
almost as cool as killing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like I, for I mean, sure. I, I've killed good deer and I've yeah. ate ta- a lot of tag suit, but I, you know, I killed a 180 a couple years ago. Mm. But even the number of people that can pull out their phone and say, "I have pictures on my phone of a legitimate 190 inch deer." There aren't many. Not many at all. But that's part of the fun. Like it's like the build up right. to the hunt is. I mean, that's what makes the hunt so sweet and so special right. and so awesome when it happens, when it works out. But it wouldn't be, it would still be cool if it happened in two days, whatever, but right. it wouldn't be nearly as exciting and special and sentimental well, and if it wasn't for being able to do like that build up through from July to whatever. Well, even even late season two, you're like, you get that picture of that 180 or whatever, and you're like, okay, he made it. And we yeah. did. Season's yeah. over. Yeah. Same, same type of feeling, but on yep. the other end of it. Yep. yep. And that's exactly what we had. Mm-hmm. I, I had a picture of him first week of February, half cast in front of one of the, the scrape locations. So we knew he had dropped one. We knew he made it through. That's awesome. That's great. Um, you know, we go in we, and trying to find that shed. We never killed him. We, you know, we all killed deer that year, but not that deer. Um, but, uh, you know, we, in, in terms of like accomplishments as a hunter, mm-hmm. like, you know, it's, you're, you're going to have years that you don't kill, mm-hmm. you know, right. especially when you got, you know, limited access or all kinds of other things. Yeah, but or when you're trying to hunt giant deer like that we, they consume your life we had consistent photos of a mature known seven and a half year old 190 inch deer from september until february whether we killed him or not like i always talk to you know talk to folks about trail cameras we a lot of us we end up hunting ghosts Mm -hmm. right yeah like i may or may not be hunting one now we're (laughs) they're trying there's a core area but they move and we fall in love with a singular one trail camera photo from september 27th four days before season opened yeah and we hunt we hunt the idea of that deer, even though none of the intelligence tells us that that's the deer we should be hunting. Yeah. And we pass up 140s and 150s yep. and, because there's that one a 180 deer. here. That's, and, that's and the fun of it, though, you'd be, and, and some years it is. Some years, some years and, you're, it, you're, like, pulling your freaking teeth out uh-huh. of it. Yeah. But for me, like, 220-acre farm, we had four cameras on it, and I, I, we had... I'll bet I've got 200 photos of that deer. Yeah. There aren't even, I mean, there's a lot of folks that can't like to be able to do that. Yeah. To have, to have seen the plan come together and adapt and, and kind of bob right. and weave and put that plan together and have yeah. that kind of a catalog of that quality of a free range animal with the kind of hunting pressure that we have, whether we put a tag on them or not, that's a win. Pretty Kiss my ass. That's a <laughs> Kiss win. My, it's, I mean, it's pretty badass. And also it's like the deer that are on the deer you get more pictures of on different cameras throughout a farm or a piece. Those seem like they're the harder deer to kill. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. because it's like, well, of course they are. But you would think he's everywhere. You play the it's a matter of time game before mm-hmm. I get an opportunity. Whereas the deer that, okay, he's always, he's always on the northeast cam well, that I have. It's funny. So the the guy that I hunt with, his boy killed uh, probably a hundred thirty inch eight point, real super, and had like squiggly points, like just a, a really cool character real deer. Unique. We called him Lean to his brow tines like tipped in and almost oh, came cool. to touch. So yeah. it's just a really cool deer. Mm-hmm. And uh, he ended up taking him at the very end of our firearm season. And and the guy I hunt with was like, Dude, if you sit that stand, he's gonna he's gonna be there mm-hmm. because you know of the four cameras, he only ever showed up on two. Yeah, there was a scrape, uh, two scrape cams on the north side of the ditch. He never showed up on the south side of the ditch right. beyond about the middle of October. Right. We knew where that deer lived. Yeah, you're not and going the south side of the ditch. Like it's for not sure. taking that deer. It's, it's yeah. not taking anything away from you know getting that deer because you put the work and the time into knowing that that's where that deer right. lives. Part of your study. But then you know that big one we call him common because of those matching common bases. Mm-hmm. 
well, where's Common? Well, he's on the farm, somewhere. or he's on the next farm. <laughs> yeah, he's but, somewhere for sure. <laughs> but you know, he was he's chasing does on the southeast side, and and he's working scrapes on the northwest side. But he's never hit the scrape yeah. side, the scrape camera on the south. Like, dude, I did that so, this year. I, I I took all like all the sporadicness of this deer all over, and I like wrote it out on a sheet from all my just went through the app and just made notes. Mm-hmm. Where is he? You can you couldn't figure out a pattern out of it's, that. It's that right. always sunny in Philadelphia gif, right? Like you're standing yeah. in front of the yeah, all the yeah. all the pins and yeah. strings and Charlie's like he's <laughs> doing the there's he's left and right, east and west, and when it's yeah. a new moon and I get a fresh haircut, he's in front of this stand, yeah, right, right? right? Like that yeah. was me. Yeah, Charlie's uh-huh. like this, freaking out. Yeah, that uh-huh. was me. Yeah, hundred percent. So it's it's cool because it's exciting because you get all those pictures of the, that deer, but you. You pull your hair out, but it's yeah, fun, right? It that's fun. That's, that's part, part of, of it. Yeah, I wouldn't trade. I'd almost rather it be that way because mm-hmm. it, it builds it up for you. Mm-hmm. And there's, I don't know. I just like it. It's all fun. If it was, if it was easy, and we all filled tags with 200 inches every year, we get bored. Oh yeah, for yeah. sure. Hey, I want to. I got a, a question. I want to get to, but I don't want to get to it without making sure we cover all the features on yep. this thing. Okay. So I just is there anything else we need to? So uh, yeah, I'll kind of wrap up, run through the rest of the bullets. We talked about the. the you don't got to. You don't got to run through them. I just don't want to forget the photo, <laughs> the video transmitted, and the dual sim. Right. We talked about the responsive trigger and the hundred foot flash and detection range. Um, you're gonna be able to do remote firmware updates. See, that's well, that's, that's huge. Everybody, every camera, your phone has firmware. Like if it's an electronic, my DVD player has firmware updates. Like mm-hmm. it's just, it's required. But what yeah. you'll get now is a notification in your app that says, Hey, flex two is, is eligible for, uh, for a firmware update. You meet the battery requirement. You meet the signal strength requirement. Do you want to update? Mm-hmm. Yes, I do. Boom. Done. And it's going to get pushed right in over the air. That's awesome. Um, capture mode. So obviously photo and video, we're going to add time lapse into the flex. We're also adding what we call time lapse plus. Mm-hmm. So when you use time lapse, say you want a picture every 15 minutes from dawn to dusk on this little food plot, mm-hmm. but then you give up those triggered photos, mm-hmm. right? And just like we talk about, you know, the the 160 and walking through. Oh yeah, well the first picture of the day is gonna be at 9:15, so I'll just go stand over there and let him get a picture. Like they don't do that; yeah, they show right. up in between. Right. Yeah. I gotta so, be to my spy point photo at 9:15. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Can we move that feeder time back to 12:30 so I can be there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. So uh, time lapse plus is going to keep the PIR, the passive infrared, engaged in time lapse mode. So you'll get all your time lapse photos, but if anything triggers the camera in between, it's also going to capture That's those. That's that's awesome. Capture those photos too. Awesome. And then we also changed, so it's a bottom opening camera now instead of a front opening. Change the UI. We got away from the single lights and the micro. So there's now, there's five LEDs that are there for signal strength. There's four for battery life. And we added a test and a format button as well. So you can format the SD card right at the tree. You don't awesome. need the computer to do that. That's and huge then too. the test is going to trigger a photo to be taken and show up in the app. So you can... Walk in, set it, set the set the camera at, at three, three feet, feet, waist high, <laughs> no with stick, no stick, <laughs> and you can push the test button, and it'll take a photo, and you can stand there, refresh your app, and it's good. And again, you you know you know the connectivity is there. We didn't touch on the antenna, and that's the last thing I'll I'll touch on, and and we can kind of move on. But mm-hmm. um, we calibrated and tuned that antenna. It's not. It wasn't a okay put this antenna on this camera and just throw like it's, yeah. it's been tuned and calibrated specifically to this camera to make sure that we're optimizing signal strength. It's been, it's been tuned to make sure that it's getting all the available signal in there. Uh, some of the early tests on, on that antenna strength are 
frankly incredible. Awesome. So really just, it's kind of been one of those things, you know, we've, I had lunch the other day with, with a dealer that, you know, he's tried to sell cams and his customers have tried to sell cams. He's like, man, I don't know. And mm-hmm. kind of ran him through the flex. He's like, okay, like all of my, this is why I don't want to do the cell cam thing. You kind of answered them with this. Yeah, right. You know, it's right. uh, Justin Longley. We had dinner with Justin the other night. Mm-hmm. You met Justin in the booth. You know, it's, he's been, he knocked it out of the park with this. I mean, it, mm. there's been so much re this wasn't just us like living in a closet and here's the next color version or here's the next, right. you know, we yeah. added five feet to detection range. The amount of customer feedback, the amount of influencer feedback, the amount of internal team feedback that went into how can we make this as simple and straightforward and kind of that you can't set and forget, but how close can we get? Right. Yeah. Right. You know, that, that was really kind of the thought process with the flex and, kudos to our development. You know, it's, yeah, I, I'm on the big. marketing side. They're making my life easy. Yeah. Right. You know? Well, I mean, I mean, that makes our life easy because I can't wait to get this out and start using it because already it's just easy to talk about. Right. Mm-hmm. And you know, that's, that just makes our jobs easy. And, yep. and then, if you know, a lot of hunting stuff is like word of, word of mouth. So we start using them. I mean, we're going to be honest about it mm-hmm. and we get to talking about it. If it's doing great, people are going to try them out and then mm-hmm. they're going to tell their buddies, but it's, that's big because you're always talking about. It's kind of like, like phones in a way. Like you're like they're they're gadgety and they're fun. So people are always experimenting with something different. So mm-hmm. I'm excited to get this out and try it. Yeah, no for doubt. sure. Same. Me too. It's gonna be fun. <laughs> yeah, it kind of taking any headache away from what people consider in the, from the cell camera perspective. Agreed. Something I want to ask you about, just to get your opinion. Or I don't, what, I don't have opinions. I keep them all to myself. Okay. Super so, quiet. Super <laughs> reserved. Very quiet. Trying. I feel like you'll have some strong thoughts on this. Uh-huh. What's what's up with the states making trail cams illegal? I mean, that's got to make trail camera manufacturers nervous, right? Or does it? Or I guess, I guess they have their own reasons, but I'm just trying to get your hot take on I, it. I know we just heard it because it's just like I, I see that and it's just like this collective sigh of like, really? Mm-hmm. Right. That, that's my main thing. So, like, I've yet to see a, a coherent argument about it. You know, same mm-hmm. thing kind of came up. And so, I'm first of all, let me take my spy point hat off okay. as I'm oh, all further statements on Trent Marsh or no, <laughs> do not represent spy point or Vosker and all the yeah, legalese, yeah, right? right? This is Trent Hunter, right? Yeah. We had the same thing with, you know, Boone and Crockett and Pope and Young. Mm-hmm. Oh, if you use a cell cam, you're going to be able to put it in the books. Okay, so so cell cams is where we're drawing the line. Did that hold up? I don't. I, who knows? Who I, it's shit. kind of one of those things. I just I quit paying attention. I I have a I have a book buck. I'll never do it again. Gotcha. I just I I won't. Yeah. I don't, you know, first of all, nets are for fishing. Mm-hmm. That's that's point one. Right. Yeah. Um, but like, I just I don't need that. Like I said, I, and maybe I'm weird because, like I said, I'm just as geeked to have a 190 on camera that I yeah. didn't kill as I am to lay them on the ground. Sure. I don't, so I maybe don't think, I'm the wrong person to ask. I, I just think it's I don't trending, need that validation. It's trending the way you're talking. I so think. I, I just I keep sighing into the microphone and sounding like an <laughs> idiot, but it's just like <laughs> cell cams is where we're going to decide to draw the line. Okay. Not modern propellants and ammunition, not modern optics, digital sights on not, those. not the enhanced, not the heated insoles, not the scent control, not the UV inhibiting laundry deter- that technology. That's all still fair chase, mm-hmm. but I have a cell cam. 
And two hours ago, I was able to look at my phone and see that he was somewhere. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't run instant detection for a bunch of different reasons, but how close are you to your, even if it's on instant, how close are you to your tree stand? That's a good point. (laughs) That's a very good point. Any given, I'm standing in line at the Piggly Wiggly buying some barbecue potato chips, diet Mountain Dew. Okay. And I get a picture. He's right there. Great. Yeah. You're not running to your stand trying to kill him. Exactly. Now I have to get in my modern pickup truck. You know, maybe, right. you know, maybe we should have to go in horseback. Like if you drive <laughs> just, in a 2012 pickup or newer, you're fine. It's not eligible for the record book. <laughs> there's because. just, there's so much technology. You know, the lighted yeah. knocks is the other thing, you know, yep. lighted knock. It is, it is a piece of equipment that aids in the recovery and verification of good ethical, clean hunting. Yeah. It does. Yeah. It's better. I've had knocked, I was market manager for an optics company, illuminated reticles. I have had knocked down drag outs with people telling me, if you need an illuminated reticle, it's too dark to be hunting anyway. And I said, you don't understand what illuminated reticles are supposed to do. <laughs> like, it's just, it's the wrong well, type of thinking. It, right? it is. Yeah. It and is. if it, if it allow, you know, cell cams. What is it they? just cell cams? I thought it was trail cameras. Yeah, so, and it's it's been all all trail cameras. These latest ones, but yeah. a lot of the western states have um, trail cam or cell cam um, restrictions of of various reasons. But well, wasn't one of them Arizona? Was Arizona? Arizona. Was the first? Yep. I, I heard that was there was a, like one watering hole in a certain area, and people were just pressuring this watering hole, and then it was causing animals not to get the water they needed. Right. That's a little different. Right. That's different. That's yeah. that's a a crazy different thing, and that that but. That's the outlier, not the rule. Mm-hmm, right. You know, like with cell cams, it, they allow us to stay out of the woods. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that's that's the most. You know, we're we're existing in an age where we can talk about how much hunting is is on the rise or on the fall, but it's certainly not skyrocketing, mm-hmm. right? Like people have more more pressures on their life than ever they got more things going on than ever if there's something that allows me to stay engaged with the outdoors and still be at my kids little league game or you know sisters recital or you know be, on, be able to go on a date with my wife instead of I, I, I have to go pull trip like yeah it, i got to go remove the sticks in the back of my truck game right, right. Exactly. Yeah. you know it's to me this is good technology yeah, you know, this, I agree. Is, this is technology that saves me time, saves me money. And it, when used properly, especially cell trail cameras, allow you to be less obtrusive, mm-hmm. less intrusive. Way more effective, too. And yeah. and you don't have to be out there messing with those deer, pushing those deer around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and... and like I said, it it just it feels like an arbitrary line of all this technology in this column is fine. You know, we just went through all the bullets on this on the flex. Like mm-hmm. it's awesome. I have yet to see where it'll kill a deer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, right. I, I mean, we we talked about that one night. But if if trail camera catalog of deer, like I had two hundred photos of a hundred ninety inch deer. Half of them were daytime. He was a day walking seven and a half year old 190 yeah. and I was using cell cams and you hear some of these people talk. Well, he should have been dead. But at the end of the day, trail cameras don't kill deer. Mm-hmm. Right. Broadheads don't kill deer. Well, they kind of do. <laughs> Light knocks don't kill deer. They help. You got to right? be there to help it kill deer. <laughs> right. They, at the end of the day, there's way bigger problems facing hunters, hunters, arching, ar- archery. Bow than yeah. than 
trail cameras. Yeah, and, agreed, a and cellular trail cameras. <laughs> agreed. That's very well put. You brought up a lot of good points, and you know, you hate to see it. Hopefully, it just stops there, and then, or you know, who knows what'll happen? Well, you never know. This day and age, you never know. Well, with yeah. the West too, like thing keep in mind, and I know you guys, you just got back from out west, like yeah. Colorado, yeah, there are Colorado hunters in Colorado, but Pennsylvania hunts Colorado. Mm-hmm. West Virginia hunts Colorado. Mm-hmm. Virginia, New York hunt Colorado and Arizona. Mm-hmm. Like the sh- just the number of people that live there is really small. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So when so many of your hunters are non-resident out of state hunters, like you don't really pay attention to what's going on there until it's time to go back around and get your preference points, see where you're at, get back in for the lotteries. And and then you see what's going on. And you're like, well, shit, that kind of sucks. I wanted to do X, Y, or Z, or you got to yeah. put together a West, you know, I know guys have a Western bow and an Eastern bow just so they can be legal, right? right, right yeah, because yeah. they're not engaged. It's, it's tough to be engaged in your home state 365 days of the year and be in touch with your, your DNR and your game and fish departments and let them know where and how you would like to see things go and, and what yeah, your yeah. questions and concerns as a hunter are. Well, if you hunt three, four states, maybe you got a couple of leases, maybe, you, you know, you travel out West just every few it's years. Fine. How are you going to keep up with everything that's out there? And granted, these have gotten a lot of they don't care what dude in Illinois says about what's going on no, out there. No, right. So can they get away with it in Utah and Arizona? Yeah, probably. Mm. You know, we, we've seen, you know, the whole, the whole intrusion into fish and wildlife agencies from kind of the, the granola, the California, you know, we've, we've seen that stuff infiltrate yeah. and really start to take away the hunter's rights in the West. And it's easy to do because the Western hunters live in the East. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely the majority for but, sure. Well, just the masses point. of people, like you said, the population of there just isn't as great as hunters sure. in Pennsylvania. Show or, up in Illinois and say, "Hey, we're done with cell cams." Be tough. Tell tell seven hundred and fifty thousand hunters in Pennsylvania we're going to do away with with cell cams. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't Good fuck luck. with Pennsylvania. <laughs> Not much there. <laughs> There's a lot of hunters there, man, right. and they're they're loud and proud about it. Same thing with like Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Loud and proud, Wisconsin, Michigan, Michigan, states like that. Texas, yeah, yep. Good luck. Tough, be tough to get Texas to really do anything. <laughs> right. Like, hey, listen, they don't have any problems. Their, their own, own mind, their yeah. own you know, country. Yeah. And like I said, a lot of these states already had some rest- trocam restrictions in general, so yeah. it's it's always kind of been a a gray area, and some of them are going black or red or however you want to designate it. And it's, yeah. it's some a, of those, it's man. A you know, it's like, but it's just be like a certain zone requires a certain. Regimen because of this is the only watering hole. They just want to keep human right. intrusion off it. That's a human intrusion issue. Well, and it's the know. other thing too is like now we're going to get political, but like it's one thing to say you can't do it on public ground. To tell someone that you know what I run cell cams for trespassers. I'm not watching wildlife. Yeah, well, right. where, where's the line? Yeah, right. This this is for security. This isn't for hunting. Yeah, it's like oh yeah, trail cams are illegal because I'm going to get an Amazon Blink camera system to put right. around my property. Right. Now. I'm, I got. <laughs> yeah. What's have the a, difference? Have a, have a I have hot spot four, out there. Yeah. I have 14 live stream Arlos on gate crossings now, monitoring <laughs> trespassers. Yeah. Like, so it's a tough thing to get into there. When when you start talking about what a private landowner can or can't do on his land, that's honestly that's my in the pantheon of things that piss Trent off, like the property rights portion of it is way higher on my list than the hunting implication. Like sure. whatever. Yeah. Right. But right. I own, you know, you don't, you don't own a half an acre in New Mexico. I got 10,000 acres. I can, you know, I'm a rancher in New Mexico and you're going to tell me that I can't monitor a gate. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, especially absolutely. with all, everything going on in that part of the world. Like it, 
so I've got some family in Eastern Montana and you know, you hear like water rights and you're like, well, John Wayne movie. I've heard about water rights in a John right. Wayne movie. That yeah. shit still matters. Yeah. yeah. Like water rights is still a thing. You know, there, when, when you I talk don't know about what that is. Uh, literally the ability to do water catchments on ground, like that's all mandated and regulated by federal authorities. And when they started wanting to talk about putting Buffalo in the CM Russell, the like, then the state and feds come in and start like, we're going to suck up all of these open water rights in this area, which then shuts that off for being able to use it for cattle grazing. It's like the, everybody watches Yellowstone now and they're like, oh, this, like that stuff like still happens, exists and right. matters. Mm -hmm. And, and you get into some of those, the property right aspect of it. And it's, it's even a little bit crazier than, than like I said, the hunting implications you get, right. like, like I said, water rights still happens. Like there's still, there are cattle rustlers like yeah. that still happens. Yeah. Like, so now I can't run cell cams to make sure that I don't have people coming in and stealing, you know, my replacement heifers. Right. Are you serious right yeah, now? Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. I, didn't, I never thought of it from like that perspective, like beyond like big game use. Right. You know, cause I don't know. That's, I don't think it'll go any further. I just wanted to get your hot take on it to see. Sorry to get you worked up. <laughs> I, I wake up worked up. I I wake that, never, that never takes long. So yeah. well, I'm really excited for the flex, man. It's going to be awesome. I think people are going to fall in love with it. Um, and we're proud to be working with you guys. And yeah. the partnership's been great. So we're looking forward to a killer 22. I'm excited. Kick ass in the 23. So. And real quick, what's the price point on this? Good, you guys good know? job, Eric. Good See, job, yeah, buddy. Marketing guy completely <laughs> failed. Yeah. Yeah. Even, yeah. I, I sucked up all the oxygen in the room, and Tanner couldn't even get the price out over right. here. So yeah. uh, it's just, just like, sitting over here trying to raise my hand. Yeah. Just, yeah. The whole time. Trent, yeah. Trent. We'll get to you. Just sit yeah. there. Hey, you, yeah. sit, you sit down and don't say anything. <laughs> uh, Tanner. Do you want to tell the people what yes. the price point the is MSRP on the flex? Yeah, on the flex is going to be one sixty nine nine, so very awesome. reasonable. Yeah, very reasonable. it is. Definitely. Stays right in that kind of that sweet spot where we found with the with the micro family and yeah. and what's yeah. available. At that you know that's that's not pricing anybody out. No, definitely not. That you can get into one. Anybody can, you know. Well, and don't eat lunch for like four days if you're having a hard time. Then you can get right. One. So <laughs> and so now I'll do like the marketing guy stuff, right? Too. The other thing, keep the other question that always comes up, and I know you guys get asked this is, you know, what do I what do I have to do for plans, mm -hmm. right? So, um, and one of the huge things with Spy Point is we're still the only one that gives you a free option. You could purchase a Spy Point Flex for 169 dollars later this summer and never pay for cell service, and you're going to yep. get a hundred photos every month. Yep. It's the first hundred. That's right. Big. So you guys are the only ones. Yeah, nobody on, else does. That's I thought so. We're, we're the, there's some others that do unlimited. There's some others that do unlimited with an asterisk, but nobody is doing free and unlimited. So, you know, our kind of little tagline is from truly, from truly free or from totally free to truly unlimited. You know, we've, we've got plan options mm -hmm. and you can get into an unlimited plan for as little as 10 bucks a month. So, okay, you know, that, yeah, that cheap. still adds up if you're running 40 cameras, but yeah. You know, it's, it's not, every, not, some people just get one can't, one it's cell not camera. the hurdle that you think it is. And, yeah. you know, you can go month to month, you can do annual, but you can know, like I said, you could never pay for cell service. You're still going to get a hundred photos. Now, smart to put that one on a feeder. No, no, probably not. Day. Don't do that. Hey, probably hey, not. Ask me how I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you did do that. I did do that. I'm like, oh, 100 pictures would be fine. Yeah, I went through that in a day. Right. <laughs> right. Eric came back and sent a photo. So I got everything set up because you had big time out, you know, and I'm like, that's a bad move, man. Right. You're like, oh, shit. I'll just go with the free plan because that'll be all right. Yeah. Now, that, yeah. that didn't work. No. Yeah. But but the the app is kick-ass, too. Yeah. yeah. Just and just the navigation of the app, how to find it. It's so easy because we've great. used a lot of different apps and stuff, too, for trail cameras, and Dude. this one is by far the best. 
fast. I'm not going to call gonna anybody lie. out, but there's another <laughs> major cell cam company. Their app. I'm going to cuss a little here. It's the worst fucking thing. I, it blows my mind that it's like st- I, I've tr- I had to had delete it, redownload it. It logs me out. It doesn't load the photo. It's fucking awful. Fucking so garbage. I'm thankful for your guys' app. Thank you. Yeah, it's it's that's something that <laughs> sorry um, for cussing. We've put a lot of, especially the last couple. You know, we launched maps and weather this last year. Yep. Yeah. Um, so we've got, you know, everybody's kind of got to where they've got some of the AI filters now. Mm-hmm. That's that we did that. Mm-hmm. No spite. We launched Buck Tracker technology. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're up to seven filters now, including a human activity. You know, like wheels don't exist in nature. Mm-hmm. So like that, that's pretty easy to flag as yeah. a as a human activity thing, right? Yeah. So um, we've got uh, bucks. So antler, deer, mm-hmm. doe, turkey, hogs, coyote, moose, bear, mm-hmm. humans. Uh, human activity. Uh, you can also again with the full HD downloads. That's all in there. Your gallery. That's mm-hmm. all going to show up. So you've got your cameras tabs. Got a dashboard. You and can favorite. See. You can favorite. So what I do is I favorite all the yeah, buck in, photos. Yep. Insiders Club. Yeah, they can. You can absolutely favorite. That's yep. a, an insiders feature. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the the favorites is there, which is awesome. That's how I want to pinch. If I'm telling a story, and I'm like, I got this. Oh, let me just show you. I go to my favorite yep. tab and yep. I can scroll through and get the. Yeah, and the <laughs> HD one when you request it, I'm just sitting there making play. Uh, you can the HD too. The HD is a filter HD is a filter head. too. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, you know, when you talk about like. I have like a tiered like photo plate. So I've got photos that are full HD, but they aren't fa- like it's a, here's my normal feed and here's yeah. my, okay, this is a cool picture. That's full HD. And then there's my oh, photos. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's full HD. That's favorited. Like that's the, the full the tilt hubba, there, hubba. there, right? Yep. Yep. <laughs> Awesome. So the camera dashboard lets you see like signal quality, battery life, all that, like everything you need to know about your camera, just baseline. And you can change plans through You can it get too. to status. Yep. You can do your plans there. And then we've got the, the weather tab, which gives you real, real up to date where you're at. And then the maps tab. That's so like that's super. You got 26 different markers that you can drop right in there. If it's mm-hmm. a camera, you're able to select and you can see the status right on your map. You know, I'm putting steel in the ground here for traps. You know, I, yeah. I used to have, be young and have a good memory, and now I'm, like, old and right, dude, gray I, in the beard. There's and, trail cameras that I put up three, four years ago that I'll find during shed season oh yeah, this year. You yep. forget about them. About, yep. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I thought yeah. that got stolen. Here, look at me. <laughs> what, what squirrel put that stick behind it? Yeah. 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 I hate it when that happens. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just drunk enough where I forgot about that camera. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I'm, I'm so embarrassed. I'm going to be pulling... I got some sticks behind some cameras, man. Hey, hey, I just, yeah, I just, you're not the only one, Kirk. Hey, Eric. I wish we would have missed. That would have made that even better. Right? A bunch of idiots. Just because we put sticks behind trail cameras, we yeah. missed. Hey, uh, that's not a small club. Yeah, it's <laughs> not a small club. Get those sticks out from your cams. Lower, the, lower those babies. Yep. That's right. Well, thank you guys so much. I appreciate you having us. Yeah, always, always a pleasure. Always a pleasure to talk. Awesome. <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for listening. You know what to do. Go shoot your bow. We love you.
Brave anglers search for the one they call king, but who will take his throne? Tune in to Waypoint TV's Battle for Silver, Saturday, May 18th from 12 to 6 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Abyss Battery. Waypoint TV.